Somebody save me. No. I don't know where am I? No one can save you now. Nah, but what's up, everybody? It's your boy the other day, and we officially on Raw Zone, baby. You already know what it is. Oh, man. What's up, world? It's your homegirl, Ivy. This is Welcome to the Raw Zone. You can catch us everywhere on our website, com. You can catch us also streaming live on Elgin Sound Radio on the Live 365 app. As well as next day on Fuso 82.3 FM. And of course, all digital streaming platforms. So wherever you get your, your podcast and on YouTube, click the button below, subscribe, you know, show love. Make sure you click, subscribe, like, comment. Make sure you tune into In the House, you know, podcast every Tuesdays and Fridays. You already know. Your boy Talk the other day. Media. Yo, shout out to them. This is also just one of my most favorite people in the motherfucking world. Word. You're one of my favorite people, too. But before that, let me shout out some of my other favorite people. Yo, shout out the In the House Boys. You already know. Yeah. JB, my nigga Manny hit him with it. Our newest edition, Lewis, my dude Mike Charles, and of course, The Bear. You feel me? Shout out Generator Music Group, my boy Nelly Nels. Olivita, primo. Love you, bro. And shout out to my dudes, The Menace, and my boy ARP. Love y'all guys. He really wants to get into this right now. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, listen. Yo. So, we talk about our friends um, because, like, I knew ARP from a friend of mine. And then when I met the other day, he knew ARP. So, he was yeah. playing his music. I'm like, yo, but that's my man. Um, that's my man's. No, it's my man. Like, no matter what. But, um, so... Oh God, the fancy bud, the fancy bud. You already know we got Liddy. But um, so we recently talking because we've seen such an evolution in ARP's music. Um, remember when Yeyegate come came out, like the video. My favorite ARP song is still "Tu Supite." Tu Supite. Yo, I don't give a fuck what you tell me, eh? I don't give a fuck. That's my favorite song. You have some bangers. Your shit is fire. But my favorite song is still Tusupita. I guess that's because that's the first song that I really heard from ARP. Like, and that beat is ridiculous. But just, you know, just giving a big shout out to him. He's going to blow up in the most craziest of ways because he has like this Kid Cudi-ish Spanish style. Suave vibe. Yeah, that it's it's going to catch and like as well, The Menace, he's going to blow up big, too. So, and then we were talking about The Menace. And I met The Menace when they were shooting La Purima. 
La Purina. Uh, so shout out to La Formula X. Uh, shout out to Oji Ganka, Nelly Nels for uh, having me a part of that project. Um, Nels. So, but you see, like, with the menace, like, he has such a strong presence. Like, no matter where he goes, like, he, if yeah. the stage is right on the corner or if it's on a natural stage, he's got it. No, nah, no, nah. like when I had him on Neighbors and, you know, yet again, shout out, to, make sure to check out In The House. Always going to plug y'all in, you know, Powered by Faded. Ah! But yeah, um, yeah, but when I had him on Neighbors, he was just the coolest dude too. And it was like, you know, he told me that English wasn't like his strongest language, but yo, he kept up with it. Yo, it was a fire ass interview. Like, yo, bro, like, the he's going to go, he's going to blow, man. And it's like. It was funny. I didn't know Jack Jack Spanish or what everyone was saying in that shoot, right? I'm like, I believe it. I'm here like, yo, can someone tell the fucking white girl what the fuck is going on? No. And they're he'll not gonna be laughing, but he'll be trying his best to help me. And I'm like Yeah, nah, like yo, the menace is a great dude, my guy. And it's like when you meet people like that and you just see that energy and you see that spark, that's the same thing with D dot. That's the same thing with so many people we've had on neighbors. Like you see a spark in them, and it's like it's crazy because you're witnessing the I don't want to sound cliche, but you're witnessing the birth of a star. And like when you start putting your network together and you start having all these people that are gonna start rising up with you, you start, you know, creating your own little galaxy kind of, you know, and there's gonna be a whole bunch of support going up on the way. And that's what I really believe is gonna take, you know, everybody up to the top. So let me ask you a question, right? Because you're more familiar with the music, uh, with the Spanish genre more yeah. than I am lately, right? Um, where do you think they'll both fit in? Who? Like Demonance and ARP. Like, do you think they're gonna fit like a certain niche? Not really. Um, with ARP, because of the fact that he's more, he switches between Spanish and English. He's gonna, he's gonna like sort of like. All right, there hasn't been a rapper like a mainstream rapper that's conquered that whole Spanglish thing. We've had Spanish rappers like Big Pun and Fat Joe, but they rapped in English. You know, every once in a while, there's been... Then then you have, you know, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, Mike Towers, all these dudes that are killing it in the Spanish urban rap genre, right? ARP is somewhere in the middle of both where he's going back and forth. And with his new single, Headshot, you can see that he's doing an English them both which is kind of which is kind of weird if you really think about it because the Spanish flow complements the be well but he rides that shit hard and it's like he's gonna fall in somewhere where it's gonna bridge a gap between English hip-hop and Spanish hip-hop in a way where it's gonna allow it's gonna allow people of other cultures to be attracted to that music but you know what too because if you go back even a little bit before that, when he did uh, Luna with New Dot, he ventured into, I want to say it's te- Dembo and Techno. He, yeah, like like a, like a Latin house kind of vibe. Yeah. So he's been able to prove that not only he was able to work in Dembo from his original music, he's mastered his own version of, I, I guess, trap in a way. I don't know really what to call it. I would say hip. I would just say. In my opinion, I would just say hip hop. I would say really hip hop because it's. I don't think, but I don't 
see him going towards hip hop as much anymore. He's mastered his own but, genre. But the real question is, what is hip hop? Because hip hop right now has so many sub genres, you could consider hip hop like an overall branch, like EDM. EDM has a whole bunch of genres within it. You have house, you have techno, you have drum and bass, you got progressive house, you got big room house, you got all this shit under the EDM umbrella. Just the same shit like you have under the hip hop umbrella. Like hip hop has became so so vast and so universal now that it's like, bro, like you have sad boy music, you got trap music, you got boom bap, you got drill, you got you know lo fi, you got hi fi, you got you got you got you got like punk hip hop, you got country hip hop. Well, first of all, have you ever no, and I don't want to. It's actually pretty cool. I've I've heard it's pretty cool, but I don't want to hear it. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm I'm not close minded people, but I just no. I'm good. Like, give me my whatever is whatever is popping right now. That's what I'm I'm with on the hip hop tip, really. Like when it comes to other genres of music, I'll dig deeper. But when it comes to hip hop, like right now, I feel like so many artists are coming and going, and they don't have longevity. Which is really sad because a lot of these kids, a lot of these um, artists have talents, and it's whack because they don't know how to keep it going. Like you're not, you're not seeing people like Drake come out anymore. Like there's not gonna be a new Drake for a while. You know, somebody of that caliber to come out, and we haven't seen a strong generation like that of new age rappers. You know, so I'm hoping that like artists like ARP, The Menace, you know, will be able to come in with that new generation of, you know, talented rappers and stay for the long haul. Okay. And go back to playing music now since you really wanted to talk about ARP. Yeah, whatever you want to do, man. It's your show. I mean, listen, I just wanted to... Hey, I'm just a guest. I'm, I'm just a neighbor. Ah! So he is the neighbor for today, but he, he, he... We went from wanting to talk about him to wanting to talk about everything. So we're gonna just play a little bit of what the other day is. Put um, I don't know. Where are you I'm gonna I'm gonna start small and work Let's my start, way. Up. Put Spacewalker on. I want to hear some Spacewalker. Fine. So tell me about Spacewalker. Spacewalker, I was high, and Spacewalker is the is my alter ego, and he's a dubstep Jedi. But this is more house. But he's a dubstep Jedi. And he's out to, you know, chill in the force and, you know, drop the bass wherever there might be Sif at. You feel me? Let's get this. Thank you. 
Don't call yourself fat, manito. What the fuck, manito? I'm thick. You curvy. I'm not curvy. I'm thick. Your milkshake bring all the girls to the yard. No, isn't it my... <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. hey, yo. That's damn... Hey, yo. Hey, yo. All right, you're doing too much. Yo, before we get into this, so rest in peace to fucking Jason David Frank. Rest in peace to Green Ranger. Like, I was watching Power Rangers before you came over. Really? What episode were you watching? I literally went just put the first one on. The the first, first episode? Like the first episode of Mighty yeah. Morphin Power Rangers. Yo, I have a question, though, yeah. right? Well, how come Zordon wanted teenagers with attitude? Don't do this. <laughs> this is a bad time to make any type of inappropriate joke. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's dude. too soon. It's too soon. My bad. But nah. Asshole. But shout out to my dude, Tommy Oliver. He was the only dude that was a grown person as a Power Ranger. I mean, he, that's actually very true. Everybody else was teens. With attitudes. Well, I hate you. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, guys. Was, but it was the 90s way, if you really just think about it. Like, they had to do conventional TV while having to have a kick-ass show, though. Yo, but if you think about it, kids don't have that anymore. Like, after-school programming or, like, Saturday morning cartoons. Like, Man, that man died. Yeah, yeah, the voice of... Yeah, R.I.P. him, too. I forgot his name. Kevin uh, Conroy. Kevin Conroy. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. But, yeah. Like... You know, they don't have that anymore. I don't even know what they have because I'm not a parent. So, what what do kids watch now? They do, do kids just watch anime? Because if they just watch anime, I'm with that. I mean, I would be okay with that, too. Like, I was watching Yu Yu Hakusho yesterday. Oh, man. Throwback. Yo, I don't know why, right? Because Ramon was watching Bleach, and I was just... Bleach! Kidding. Right now, if you're not watching Bleach, you suck. Bleach is insane right now. I've never seen it, so... Oh. I've been watching it when he's putting it. What? He was putting the new episodes? Fire. 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 I like, I don't know what's going on, but it's so Fire. R.I.P. my dude, Genrusai. You already know. It's a big Y. Yamamoto. Cap... <laughs> Squad Captain 1, nigga. Head captain. Buffet. My captain, my captain. My God. But fam, it's weird when you see your childhood heroes fucking die, and then when you look at how old they're, like, they're not that much older. They're not. Remember, we grew up with a lot of teenage stars and a lot of kid stars. Like, I hope, I like, I hope, like, kids have these kind of role models, like, and have, like, some sort of, like, positive like entertainment i don't like because i really don't know what they be watching like i've been hearing like parents be like in an uproar because of certain like inappropriate shit they be showing Ew, what the fuck is a cocoa melon oh what cocoa melon cocoa melon apparently that's the name of a show i would think that's a coconut and a melon put together don't show me what this is please Please, I don't. I don't need to be. I don't need to be more disappointed in the world. Please don't show me what a cocoa melon is. Oh Jesus Christ! I've showed you worse things, and you can't tell me I've not. I I know. I know you have, but what I'm saying. I've shown you really bad music videos. Yeah, but you feel me? So cocoa melon apparently is a baby. Okay. An American YouTube channel. 
and streaming media show acquired by the British company's yeah. own bug entertainment maintained by the by the American company Coco Melon specialized in 3D animation of both nursery rhymes and children's songs with 147 million subscribers. Okay, okay, it doesn't sound too bad to me. What, what's wrong with it? What's what's wrong with it? I just don't know what the big fascination is with the cocoa melon. Because it's a child thing. We won't get it because we're not children, but I can see why it would be why it's 3D, it's a child, it's a baby, you know, it's bright colors. I really thought it was a cocoa and a you know, melon. and it's very bold and it's very bold shapes, you know what I mean? So I would get I guess how why kids would be attracted to it. It's just like Pepper Pig, right? Like Pepper Pig is still a thing. Yeah, like Pepper Pig, like she's like bright pink and the shapes and all that good shit. You know what I mean? But other than that, I don't really know what's the fuss. Like, yet again, not a parent, so I want to know. But going back to the whole thing, like just watching Tommy over the years from fucking nineteen ninety three, stayed in the fucking brand until literally couple years ago. He probably had fucking stocks in that shit and made sure that that shit didn't go out of style. Like, with the Power Rangers, the Power Rangers was a staples from, like, 90, what, 2, 93 to, like, 94? 93? From, like, 93 to, like, 2003. Like, they were, like, a major thing. Like, the decline of Power Rangers happened when, like, our generation got older. Well, at least I believe so. Like, I know kids that still be watching Power Rangers on, like, Netflix. Yo, because it's a bomb. Nope, yeah. It just sucks, you know? And then it just goes to show, like, how, especially in this industry, when we have all the resources available to us, we still feel like we have no one we can talk to. And we as creators and knowing each other as long as we have and seeing some of the shit that we've both gone through. You know, and you still don't want to talk about certain things, but it's just like, when does it get to be too much, and you don't know what a person's going through? No, no, that's facts. Like, you know, like everybody has their own demons, and you know, he was facing his, and you know, anybody who is facing their their you know their self, you know, go get some help and make sure you go talk to somebody and not like your boy or something. Go really go see somebody, you know. And what it is that. When you get to a certain level of, like, success and fame, you think everybody's just there to use you, even if they're being sincere with you. Damn, sorry, I was about to get the charges. Do your thing, do your thing. So, yeah, raw zone people, the rawies, the raw guys, the raw, the, 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 zo- the, the zonies, the raw, the, the raw family. How, How's Raw Dog doing? Poochie's good. He's chilling. Apparently, my, my Poochie smells your Poochie. And he didn't like it. Man, but the thing is, like, we've been around people with dogs and he never barked like that. Because most of them are neutered. Because the king is unneutered, he could smell that. And, you know, dogs be knowing. Dogs be knowing that shit. It, so. It's not easy to have a dog, is it? Yeah, it is. I find it easy as shit. I mean, I'm just asking because, like, sometimes, like, um, what, like when they're a puppy, is kind of hard because you're training them. 
you know, and you're training them to go outside and all this other shit. So, like, you're training them. You're basically picking up after a baby. But once they get the hang of laps, it's light work. Now it's just teaching them to be, like, you know, not to chew your shit up and to be pretty all right around people. So how do you get them to be pretty all right around? Well, King has always been around people. Like, I remember throwing, when I when I first moved out of my mom's house, I remember getting him, like, a week after. And the I have the funniest story about how I got my dog, too. So I'll get into that. Um, but, you know, me and my boy used to throw parties in our house. So he was always around mad people all the time. No parties? No. Of course. Of course. Our crib was the party house. You had two eligible bachelors, you know, in their own place. You know, we're in, we're hooligans. So, you know, shit went down. So, King was always around, like, mad people. And he was always around, like, you know, like, he was always a social dog. And that's how I got him to be so friendly with everybody. Boy, like, other dogs, oh, other dogs, it depends. That depends on the, on the dog. Like, if he's not fucking with your vibe, he'll fucking snap at that shit real quick. We're not. With no issues, and that's something that I'm still trying to like get. I'm trying to stop him from doing like, but most of the time he's pretty good. But if he feels like he doesn't fuck with your dog, he'll he'll definitely like you know try to assert his dominance. So it's funny. Melo's been beefing with this one specific fluffy white nine year old dog, <laughs> and it's always that one dog, right? It's just that one dog, and no matter yeah. what, they just all fucking. Go at each other. Yeah, yeah. And because the woman that owns this dog is also older and a little more ignorant and also looking like my complexion, but I can't be racist to my own people, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about so, racism anymore. <laughs> but she's just one of those ignorant people that don't see shit. So she. Yeah. Keep trying to get this dog to be friends with my dog. And it's not happening. It's not fucking happening. Yeah, that's it. Your it's dog. like, yo, they know on the block that that's Melo's arch nemesis, the white fluffy dog. Yeah. King has two rivals as well. Like, any yo, they could be across the street from each other. They smell each other. It's on and popping. Like, they, like, the same thing with, like, the dog down the block. It's like, it's like two big, giant furball. Yeah. And, and Melo's just not fucking with him. And I'm sitting here like, why, bro? Like, this is why we can't have nice things. Nah, King Beef's with this big black pit. Mind you, Raw Dog is also a pit bull. He's a beautiful brindle and white, you know, pit. He's about 70 pounds, you know, brolic. Cute, cute mother. All, all love, though. All love. But, yeah, when he sees this other dog, it's on and popping. Or even smells him, it's on and popping. Yo, his dog comes my boyfriend once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. If he likes you, he'll hump your leg. If he doesn't like you, he'll hump your face. Remember that. <laughs> no, yeah, that ass. Like, has yo. Your dog got, has your dog teabagged anyone? He has. <laughs> what? He has, yeah, yeah. King. Uh, Is it what? a story time? Oh, all right. So I'm going to give you two stories. I'm going to give you the story about how I know one of my boys is not valid in my house until King passes away. Because he does not like him. King does not like this nigga at all. At all. He does not like him at all. All right. So, all right. First story. Story time. It's story time with the other day. Ba-ding. All right. So basically, um, the way I got the way I got the raw dog was 
I went to, you know, a friend's house to go buy some flowers. You know? So he went to go cop weed. I went to go get some weed and... Was he hiding from your dad? No. Like, my parents didn't know I smoked weed until... No, they didn't, they didn't accept I smoked weed until, like, a year and a half ago. And I'm 30. So then it's now that they're cool with it. And I've been smoking since I was, like, 16, mind you. But, all right, well, I went to go buy some weed because, you know, I just moved into my crib. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I can smell color I want because I live by myself now. I don't live with my parents. I live by myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know how that goes? So, you know, I went to go get some weed, and I was buying, you know, a large quantity of weed. And he was like, hey, hey. You know, I heard you're looking for a dog. I was like, yeah, actually, I am. So he brought me out my weed and then gave me a leash to, <laughs> to King. And I was like, oh, I guess I have a dog now, too. So instead of just spending the money for my weed, I had to go buy dog shit after I bought weed. Wait, do you know how much weed you bought? Yeah. I bought a half an ounce. Man, that's the best half an ounce you got. Yeah, that is. I'm still, apparently, I'm still paying for it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, no, nah, that was the best thing that that one of the best things that's happened to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love, love I love my dog. Not going front. I, that's my guy. I, I really, yo, when you told me years ago that I was gonna get that attached, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's like a child. Is the is the closest thing you get to a child without actually having a human? Right? Yeah. They look at you with those big old eyes. I don't fall for that shit anymore. I know, but when you did though, it warmed your heart a little bit. Yeah, you? when he was a puppy. After that, I he I learned that he, he knows. No, I've learned that he learned how to manipulate me, and I was like, nah, this shit gotta stop. And I stopped that. Now he only does it to my parents because they spoil the shit out of them. Because yet again, I don't have children, so you already know. So if you want to call the other day, you can holler at us at our special tip line at one eight hundred other day. Wink, wink. <laughs> Smiley face. He likes long walks on the to block. The I like long walks. Hey, hold on. I like long walks on the block and dinner by blunt light, okay? Or big. One of the two. Make sure you know how to make his lasagna. No, I'm not even gonna push it. We're not we're not gonna go into that one. We're not gonna go into cooking skills because I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm I cook better than most of the most I don't girls. know, man. I've I've seen you do a lot of ordering. Yeah, because I there's never all right. You literally live next to everything. I do. You're absolutely correct. But the thing about it is like if people want to cook and people want me to cook, I'll cook. But the thing about it is like nobody ever wants me to cook, so I won't cook. And you feel me? I'm not gonna cook for by for myself. I'm not doing it. Cause I'm not gonna one waste all that time to cook and then eat one plate and then have mad food and then have to wash all those dishes by myself. Not with that. I'm good. I'm straight. All I wanted was some tostones. That's light. That's all I ever wanted. That's light work. Fritura is light work. That's all I ever wanted, B. But that's so much to ask. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. I'm going to play some of your music now. All Bye. right. All right. We'll be back, guys. Fuck you. Oh, 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 oh,
downloaded. Mm. What up? We back. Yo. What's up? <laughs> nah, you, you, I don't even know what happened yet. Let me know what happened. Trail so, date set in 50 cents penis enhancement lawsuit. My dick is a big deal. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently it wasn't. <laughs> wow, we have to light it up again. Wow. So, well, I guess I know why he's going to trial because that goes against HEPA. So, and I, if he didn't have uh, ND, uh, NDA or uh, no, uh, an agreement for that advertisement, then yeah, that's confidentiality violation. It's so blogged by Baller Alert. The plastic surgeon who used 50 cent as a marketing tool for penis enlargement surgery is learning the hard way about playing games with the G Unit founder. Perfection plastic surgery and med spa will now have to defend themselves in court for using the rapper's picture to insinuate that he that he had the cosmetic procedure done in their office. 50 Cent filed a lawsuit against the practice and the surgeon Angela Kogan in September. He alleges when taking the photo with Kogan during a trip to Miami in 2020, he believed she was a fan. That photo was later used to suggest that he had performed the private enhancement procedure on him. In the court documents, a 47-year-old says he suffered immediate embarrassment when MedSpa shared the photo on its social media platform. Additionally, 50 says he has never received penis enlargement surgery or any other procedure at the location. Kogan fired back at the lawsuit, alleging that Mr. Jackson agreed to take a photo with her and also gave the green light for it to be used on the social media platform. She previously asked the Southern District of Florida to dismiss the suit, which they declined. Now the case is headed to trial with July 3rd, 2023 being the date that 50 will face off with COVID. The many men stopped. Wow, July? Yeah, that's a while. That's a minute. The court's hoping that they forgot about this shit. <laughs> and they're like, yo, but this, this shit ain't important. Yo, listen, fifth. The day before 1st of July. Yo, listen, fifth. I don't know what happened. She's fly, though. I hope you hit that. Wow. One, she's fly. She's fly. You're not gonna be dumb enough to do something stupid like that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, if she used his picture, right, that she took as a fan and put on her social, it's one thing to be like, hey, you know, Miss Plastic Surgery here or whatever was her Miss Perfect Surgery, Perfect Surgery, that's perfection. Oh, per, uh, surgery perfection, right? No, just perfection surgery. You know, Dr. Perfection Surgery. You know, her and she's like, hey, Fib, can I get a picture? Can I put it on the Instagram? You feel me? It's different if you put it, a picture of you and him on the Instagram. Like, hey, 50 just, you know, came through to say what's up, you know, or whatever. Versus, you know, here's me with 50 Cent. And by the way, we got penis enlargement pro- uh, um, procedures too, guys. Wink, wink. You feel me? The intention there was fucked up. So it's not even the fact that she has consent to use the picture. It's the way she used the picture. Yeah. You know, it's different if you're just doing it as a person who's, you know, doing it honestly. Like, yo, I met 50 Cent. Hey. Or 50 Cent came by and said, what's up? Hey. You know, versus I'm here with 50 Cent. And by the way, get your dick bigger. You know, make that shit huge. By the way, you know, wink, wink. 50's here. Make your dick bigger. My dick is a big deal now. I mean, 50 Cent right now, he's 
he was making a lot of money off of Power Theory. He's still making a lot of money, and he's still writing more um more movies and more sitcoms. So I believe that he'll be all right. You know what I mean? What would you do if someone used you for a Dick Enlargement commercial? For a Dick Enlargement commercial, one, I'll be like, how big is the check? Okay. How big is this check? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You can say whatever you want. I know I didn't go under the knife. Whatever. How big is this check? Are we talking about nine figures? Because this is how much it's going to cost for me, personally me, nine figures for me to be a spokesperson for this penis enlargement shit. Nine figures. I need a big check for a big dick. You feel me? Uh. What if they offered you a certain amount of weed? No. I need nine figures. Nine figures worth of nine, weed. No, nine no. Why do I need nine figures worth of weed? I don't ha- I don't know enough people to sell nine figures worth of weed too. That's a lot of weed. That's, a that's more than that. <laughs> nine figures worth of weed. You're talking about several tons of weed. Tons. More. You could do more than swim. You could die in it. So, no, I do not want that one nine figures. Okay. I don't want no drugs. I don't want anything of the nature. I want money, a check, and a contract. If not, then I don't want to be a part of this. I'm not with none of this shit. In the party, don't forget the party. What? In the party, don't forget the party. What party? All the parties. All the raves. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I want to be part of the raves, but no dick enlargement raves. <laughs> I'm not with none of that shit. If it doesn't come with nine figures, I don't want it. That's my price. So we met two and a half years ago. Shoot. And I remember Don't Need You coming out. Yeah. Shout out to the bear for that. Bear! Um, I've seen so many different twists and turns with you both personally, creatively, Professionally. Professionally. Yeah. You know, we clashed heads so many times. And now you finally started to catch up. I finally started to catch up, or did y'all catch up to me? Nah. Nah, because you were stubborn about a lot of shit. Nah, I think y'all was just catching up to me. I think my genius just started shining. That's all all that happened. Well, that's on the super ignorant of me. No, guys. Well... I pers- I personally believe that in 2022 and just the whole year, I think, has been a whole vibe and a whole positive mo- motion for everyone. You know, there's been a lot of people that's been, you know, how can I say, it? you know, leveling themselves up. We're starting to, a lot of people are starting to see what their true calling is. A lot of people are starting to develop. And that's the same thing with uh, with me, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I started the podcast. Now I'm on Elgin Sound Radio. So make sure to tune in. Shout to out to Amanda. You know, make sure to tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. for Faded Radio. Faded Radio. And then Friday you can catch a replay of the In the House show on our website as well as our YouTube. So look us up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, make yeah. sure to, and make sure to check out In the House. Go over there, like, subscribe, and all that good shit. And you, you know, know I mean? catch us at also at... Ramble Mania was SmackDown on SmackDown. Catch us back at Pulso 82.3 FM. 
course, our home at Elegant Town Radio. Hey, oh, I guess. But yeah. Faded Radio. And Faded. Super Faded Radio. The world will be faded. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But now, nah, you know, Faded Radio came back and <laughs> this, this motherfucker right here, bro. This motherfucker right here, yo, chill. He look, he look like George Jefferson's nephew. No. Yeah. Wow, that's how you do Morgan 50. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly how I do more 50. More wow. fifth. But nah, you feel me? So it's like this year's been pretty good to me. And it's like, I just hope going into the future that everything keeps going the way it is. You know, this was just phase one and we're moving on to phase two. And phase two is going to be ill. But my question to you is, right? And before you know, no, this was before you knowing anything about me, right? You know, because they met at Area 51 and all of that good shit, right? Yeah. So, um... You came from DJing and Dykeman and that whole area and vibe that we both know. Very Dominican, Dembo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you go into the Bronx and you have all hip hop, right? So yeah. you've been into two very strictly dominated areas <laughs> yeah, of, the, of the music. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked with them heavily and then decided to switch everything and go to EDM. Yeah. Um, what was that like? Because I remember catching you in the midsection of that. Well, okay. So I started off rapping when I was a teenager. With like every young, you know, inspiring ghetto. Did you have the braids? Of course I had braids. Uh, like every inspiring ghetto child does. They want to be a rapper at one point. So, you know, we was rapping for a while. Shout outs to my dudes, Murr. Shout out to my dude, Nine. Shout out to my dude, Spade. You know, Young Mason's in the building and whatever. But, you know, we used to spit and I wasn't too good at it. I mean, you need to admit. You know, I wasn't too good. You admit when you're crap. You know, now, now it's different. Like, Do you think you can rap, uh, rap people? Now, yes. Now, uh, for some reason, because I songwrite and I fucking do shit and also because I produce, I, I'll spit a lot of people. And I give a lot of people flow too. So, so you're gonna spit bars after this? I'm time. definitely not spitting yeah, anymore. I'm definitely not. It's gotta be about tacos and pandas. I'm not rapping about tacos and pandas, you know. But I, every once in a while, I used to, you know, spit a verse or two, whatever, whatever. Then shout out to Johnny Baboon. He took me to my first rave, and then I had the moment. Johnny, the, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my first rave. I had the the epiphany moment. And no, I wasn't on any drugs because we didn't know how tight security was going to be. So we didn't take anything with us. We didn't even have butt on us. So, you know, we was just lit off of the music and the vibe. So I had this fucking epiphany moment during DJ Snake's set where time just slowed down and everybody's jumping. And I'm like, yo, son, I need to do this. Like, this is what I need to do. So I started learning how to produce a couple of months later. I bought my first song to um, some uh my first DJ controller and I've been doing it. How do you feel about your progression over the last few years? Well I used to sound like shit. Now I, I sound mean, like used to be annoying. Yeah, yeah, that too. But now I'm alright. I'm dope. I feel like everybody should when my EP drops next year, I feel like everybody should definitely take a listen to that. 
Um, I don't want to announce the name yet, but I'm thinking already. I already think I have the title for it, and I'm not gonna announce it just yet until you know I get clearance from my honchos, her, and someone else that is good to go. You know what I mean? And shout out to um, JB's wife, Lils. You know, you gave me the title for it, so when I'm done make mastering everything, you're gonna get the advanced copy. All right, so we're gonna play a game, right? Oh no. So I have everything in Spotify up to 2017. Well, yeah. okay. Don't ask me to, uh, to for the titles of these shits, please don't. No, I'm gonna ask you to tell me where you were, at either the other day or the person during these times. All right. So get it. Let me see. Get it. That's when. I finally learned how to properly structure EDM track. I wasn't too good at it. And I was also, I think I was unemployed at that time as well. So I was just trying to get the bag. And as you can tell by the song and newer music, the progression is crazy. Plums. Plums. I was high as shit. Booty. I see booty here. No. Plums, all right. Booty. Yeah, I know. Because that was supposed to be the cover of a early EP that I scratched called um, Drop the Cake. Cake, 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 cake. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I've never released that because I'm totally embarrassed of it. But um, Plums was one of the first songs on there. And Plums, the sample from Plums is actually from a blooper. You know, have you seen um, Eastbound and Out? No. Well, Eastbound and Out is it was a show on, I believe, HBO with like one of Will Ferrell's peoples, and he Will Ferrell was on the show, and he was like, and he was had a character that mimicked Ric Flair, and he was like my plums, and. If you pull up the clip, it's fire shit, but it's funny as shit. And he basically says, you know, I can feel it all the way down in my plums. <laughs> so that shit was funny. And so I used that as the drop transit from the to I used that as the transition to the drop in plums. So it was just a high moment and we was like, yo, that shit will be hilarious. So we sampled it. So I sampled it. Whoa. Whoa. Do we play that before? Whoa. I don't even remember how I did. I think Woad was just, I was just working on music and I liked it. So I put it out. Not the same. Not the same. That's when I started um, branching off into different genres and I just wasn't doing Big Room. That's when I started expanding my palette. Square One. Square One. <laughs> that was a whole EP. Yes. And that was when I was drunk one night at. I was drunk one night and I had like four songs. I believe um, Square One's only three. I had four songs that I hadn't released yet that I was planning on releasing. And Primo, shout out to your bitch ass. He was like, Wow. <laughs> shout out to you, oh, your bitch ass. And he was like, You don't have enough songs to drop a little EP right now, right now. I was like, Bro, I could do the artwork right now and drop it right now. For tomorrow, son. He was like, "No, you can't." I was like, "Yes, I can." No, you can't. I was like, "Yes, I can." So you know, it was it really like that? Yes, it was because he was drunk and I was drunk. 
So it are definitely. Are you guys just that petty? Yes, we are. When I'm drunk, I get pretty petty with people. I don't go. But fuck. I love Oliver for that because you remember the raw zone party. Yeah. I'm trying to make an announcement. He's like, oh. oh. See, this is why when we're see. Oh, this is why when we're on the job, you cannot drink. That's it. I'm cutting you off. Listen, he gave me life. He did give you life. Oh shit! I'll pick that up. That's empty. I'll pick it up in a second. Oh, that's fine. That's why I was. All right, all right. So like, yeah, and so we were going back and forth. So I did the artwork for it, and I put it out. I was like, "Fuck it," because nobody's gonna come in my house and challenge me. Shit, fuck that. Boy, tell me yeah, I don't have you, enough songs. You two get in a lot of trouble together. So, well, it's not my fault. It's like, yo, people be thinking just because I'm pa- I'm mad passive right now. You know, I'll be chilling. I just be chilling. I don't want no problems. I don't want to look for problems. I don't want to get too drunk. I don't even like drinking anymore. I like smoking weed, and that's it. Because it's fun. Because it lets me be in control of shit. It doesn't allow me to fucking be all belligerent and dumb. I don't like that shit. And I also don't like hangovers. Ever since I've been 30, I can't drink. The mm-hmm. hangovers is fucking serious. I'll be out for like two days. I'm like, uh, Why? I seen you get drunk before. It's hilarious. Yes, and I don't like Party Boy coming out. So, you know, we could keep Party Boy in his cage. <laughs> you know, the worst part is when the Party Boy fizzes out and ends up asleep on the chair. Yeah. When Party Boy fizzles out, it's hard. That crash is hard. I can tell you that now. He'll DJ for, for three hours straight and then pass out on the chair. Like I said, I'm done. <laughs> God. It's like the Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah. It's only limited time. I, I haven't mastered the five-hour site yet. But Faded Radio, uh, when we first started it, that shit was fun. It was because it wasn't because it was the mid it was the middle of the pandemic. Yo, I kept sneaking out to go chilling. Yo, it was the middle of the pandemic. Shit was crazy, and you know people were still hanging out against the fucking law and whatever. And I had a mask. Yeah, whatever. You know, fuck that mad shit. But we're not getting into that. Like, you know, and it was just a fucking live stream that was just fun. And, you know, people fucking enjoyed it. Did you ever think when we met back in 2019? Yeah. Because we met before the pandemic actually started. Yeah. You just made it fun for everyone to go hide over. Yeah. Um... We would be here, you know, bringing faded radio into a radio station, opening up that demographic, you know. Yeah, but you know, like every, like you, ever since the pandemic and I shut faded faded radio live down, you've been wanting me to get it back on the air, and I've told you, like, if you wanted me to do it live, like the way I was doing it, I had to have certain conditions, and I believe the radio station way is actually better at this point in time because it's a way for not only for me to branch out. But for sort of to bring like the urban demographic just to like into house music again, because most people don't know that house music was made in Google. Please fact check me on this. I believe in Detroit, you know, by by black gay dudes and, you know, fire ever since. I believe it was Detroit, Chicago. My bad, Chi-Town. Y'all going to kill me. Sorry about that, Chi-Town. It was Chicago. So, I do apologize. But, yeah, house music is the shit. 
And then on top of that, house music is a fucking feeling. So I feel like everybody should be in this shit. On top of that. But we made that live lit though. Like if it's, Yo, it's, it was well, fucking fire. Charlie used to put the TV on with the other live and have the booty shaking on the thing. Yo, like it was ridiculous. Like it was really was ridiculous. And everything like when the pandemic finished out and Fader Radio um ended at that point in time, it was cool. Like I wasn't too worried about it. I knew it was gonna come back eventually. The way I really wanted to do it, and hopefully one day we'll get to this point where I bring Faded Radio to an actual podcasting set is where, you know, I do a half hour set and I talk to a DJ or a producer. Or, but I thought know. you were going to do that within the house show too. No, I'm doing that with neighbors while I'm talking to everybody, but this is something like totally different. This is something like strictly music related. Like with neighbors, I'm just talking to people just to get to know who they are. Like. A lot of people, a lot of podcasts that I've noticed talk talk to artists like about their music and all this other shit. I'm not with that. I just talk to them about who they are, what they like to do, like hentai, hentai, yo, whatever. Like it could be whatever, and it's like it's supposed to be a fun time. Like I don't expect you to be all about your music. I don't expect I don't expect the artist just to be oh my music's this, my music's that. I don't expect that. I expect you to show me like your human side and who the artist really is and like what inspires that person and what they fucking like to do. Like, bro, the best way to get to know somebody is not to even talk about work is to talk about them and who they are. Like, even when I was into, like, another thing, going back to The Menace, like, when I was interviewing him, like, halfway through the, he's like, yo, y'all haven't asked me any interview questions. And we're like, yo, we just vibing, bro. And he's like, oh, shit, yo, this flow that heavy. And, you know, that means the flow's dope. And it's like, that's what we're about. Like, we're just trying to fucking talk to people and get to know them. But, it's like, it's just like what we're doing now. Because yeah. it's not like interview style. Like, yeah, do I got to play music? Because we do showcase, you know, some of the yeah. shit you actually fucking do. Yeah, yeah, I know. You I know. know. But we here talking like like the homies that we are. Yeah, but you feel me? It's different between you and me. You feel me? We're homies. We work together. You know, we have a personal relationship. And whatever. I'm your PR. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, so you put, hey. so you so you deal with my bullshit. Oh yeah, you you, so, <laughs> you, you, you a special little snowflake. Oh, thank you, thank you. But <laughs> besides <laughs> that, but you get what I mean. Like, not a lot of podcasts fucking do that where they just talk to the person as the person. You feel me? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk to a rapper about fucking quantum physics if that's what they're into. You know, what you want? Big Bang Theory. Whatever, whatever the fuck they want. You feel me? It is what it is. Like, let me know, let me learn about you. Let me learn about what the fuck you know. If you're a conspiracy nut, I'm with that. If you want to talk about veganism or whatever the fuck you want to talk about, I'm with that too. Like, I'm very open-minded, very broad. I don't like... And like I've said on in the house plenty of times, we make fun of people indiscriminately. We make fun of you no matter what it is. You could be black, white, Hispanic, Asian, a midget, disabled, whatever. We're going to make fun of you indiscriminately. We're not going to say hateful shit because it's in just in the face of comedy. Like, we're not going to fucking, you know, target a group or nothing like that. But, you know, at at what point do people need to, you know, laugh at themselves? Oh. So, if you had to... Who's the most emotional one of the In the House podcast? You really gonna make me say this one? Ah, uh, I'm ask random ass questions. What? In, uh, what do you mean by emotional? 
that if you guys really go head to head for topics, like who's gonna get the most heated in the situation? It all, it all depends on the topic. It really all depends on the topic because we, because what I've noticed is that all of us have like a different stance on things. I want to know who you thought I was. What you thought I was talking about? You already know where I thought well, you were talking you're about. You're an asshole. I know I'm an asshole. My dude, big baby. <laughs> Shout out to you, Manny. I love you, bro. He called you emotional, so you should go handle him. <laughs> but nah, like, what I'm saying is, like, all of us have. I got you. I want you to try to do it myself. Yeah, you're not going to do it. Everybody tries, but everybody fails. Here you go. But, um, nah, like, everybody has a different stance on things. Like, I'm very open-minded, very broad about things, and I'm very, like, free-loving, and I'm like, yo, whatever people want to do is whatever they want to do. You know, Alex has his opinions on certain things, and Manny has his opinions on certain things as well. Like, everybody's different, and everybody's, like, kind of on the same page, and that's what I love about my team is, like, we're – we're open up. We're open enough with each other where we could debate our differences, but we could still love each other even if we don't. If we disagree on shit, there's a lot of viewpoints. Even if you look at the podcast, you can see everybody's different viewpoints and how we mesh or in this and you know how we mesh and disagree on things and then how we debate and show each other our perspectives. So, 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 what did you guys all think about Kanye and Trump both running for president? Oh, we haven't spoken about that yet. And most likely, the way I feel like it, yeah, I'm going to make fun of it. Manny's probably going to not even really care about it. And Alex is going to be like, I don't want to talk about politics. Or Kanye. You guys and, are taking Kanye already? Yeah, fuck that. Kanye, Kanye, no lie, Kanye's a piece of shit. And I'm not saying he's a piece of shit like he's a bum-ass nigga or whatever. I'm saying he's a piece of shit because of the fact that he literally fucking in that tweet said, oh, gotcha, that was just to get out of a deal. Like, come on, bro. Like, you did all of that, like, all of that wild shit just to get out of a deal, and it worked. I understand it worked for you, but, you know, like, how many times are you going to disrespect people just to fucking get off the branding, the branding wheel that you put yourself on? But you know what the funny thing is? If I go and hashtag Kanye the the piece of shit right now, right, and put that under the video, watch that get mad shit for no reason. Of course. But they're not going to see the reasoning why behind that. I'm just saying, like, there's probably, there was probably a thousand different ways that he probably could have gotten out of his contracts or negotiated his contracts differently. And what I'm saying to what I'm saying to a lot of people is like, yo, if you're gonna sign a piece of paper and the company's gonna back you, you know, make sure that's what the fuck you want to do before you fucking, you know, sign on the dotted line and then later do some wild shit to get out of it. Cause that's that's fucked up because now people are losing money and there's no reason for that. For real. I feel like the stars need to listen to us more. No, it's not what they need to do. Like, everybody has their opinions and everybody's entitled to them. But when you're on a platform where everybody's viewing you and, you know, we're going to get to a point where everybody's viewing us too, they're going to come back and, you know, put this shit together and fuck fuck with it too, nigga. Like, it is what it is. But what I'm saying is people need to have more common sense and have more love for each other and 
when it comes to contracts, read the contract before you sign on the dotted line. If you know this contract is for this, you know, stick to it. I'm not saying I'm not saying be a corporate slave. I'm not saying that at all. But if you but if you um if you sign on a con on a dot on the dotted line for two billion dollars or whatever the case may be, you know, put in two billion dollars worth of work. You know, put that in and make sure your contract isn't for an, an indefinite amount of time and see where it goes or have the or have it where you're not as reliant on that company as you as that company would want you to be. Now here's my thing. Do you think everything he's doing is all publicity or do you really think it's the mental Because a lot of people could go and argue that it's, I don't and would he need a guardian? Like in reality, do you think Kanye West needs someone to tell him that he can't do certain things? That's a very sensitive topic. Because of the fact that it could be his mental illness, and when you're going through manic episodes, sometimes and that's that, the thing, right? Like sometimes irrational, irrational thought seems rational. But but here's my thing, though, and this is where it with Kanye for me, it's kind of different, right? Because even when he's in that manic state, like look what he said about his daughter not wanting to be on social media, right? You have instances where Kim put North on social media, and you could tell. That she's uncomfortable. She's put up signs so the press could not take pictures of her. Yeah, so, because she kind of wants to be normal, and I could, I could. He he vouches for that. Yeah, yeah. As a as a kid, just because your parents are famous doesn't mean you have to endure the fame of your parents. You know what I mean? They have the right to live their lives in privacy as well. And what I'm trying to say is like I the the Kardashian empire is something that I won't even go into because. I'm not trying to make enemies with them with that. With I mean, I don't want to make enemies too, but when you see but, someone like Kanye West, who's in his, a genius in his own right. Yes, he is a genius. He's a musical and a fashion genius. Do I believe he should be president? Hell no. No, of course not. Hell no. Please, guys, do not entice him to be president. Or Trump. I don't. I don't really care about Trump. I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. The I don't even know what the choices are right now. So I'm not with none of it. I can tell you that. Really that. But you know, Trump is Trump is crazy. But back to Kanye though. Kanye. You mean Kanye? <laughs> Kanye, don't run for president. Please keep, don't run. make more music. Make down the four, five, and six and three. Yeah, but keep making music. And keep doing fashion. That's where you're good at. Keep it doing there. Make some art or something. Take some psychedelics. Channel your feelings. Yeah, you could do that too. But yeah, if her if his kid doesn't want to be on social media, she has the right not to be on social media. But remember, the Kardashian family is based on their lives and portraying what you know. Yeah, but the, the kid didn't have to be born to that. But the kid was born of a Kardashian and Kanye West. That's what their life was gonna be like. I think that sucks, but I feel like half of the time, Kanye might be, not all the time, because there's a lot of times where we can say Kanye is not talking sense, but there's times where he was saying the right thing, and just no one was actually listening. No, no, like, for the most part, I think Kanye was correct on a lot of shit. 
I just don't feel that the way Kanye handled his exit from his contracts, like from Adidas and Balenciaga, whatever, was the proper way of doing it. Oh yeah, no. That that if the, if it was if all of this all this shit that he just did was a ploy just for that, then that's what the that's some corn, corny shit, bro. Like you could have easily, if this was the result that you wanted, just to take the easy name. I'm pretty sure Adidas would have been fine with that. Buying out your contract. Buying out your contract. And you could have had it, you could have bought out with bread. You feel me? You wouldn't have been a billionaire. No, of course not. But at the end of the day, you would have gone out gracefully. And then you wouldn't have to have stirred all this commotion and all this other shit. And then have, on top of that, alienated so many people along the way. But you, is it a price to pay for someone that famous? No, it's not. We shouldn't listen. Nobody, nobody, everybody on this planet, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much fame you have, is equal to. We're all equal. We're all the same shit. We're all made equal. You know. Like he feels like he is above all. Yeah, but like I said, that's that's his own ego playing his part. Like I'm not gonna criticize his ego because his ego got him to where he's at now. But at the end of the fucking day, I wouldn't make him president because of the fact that I wouldn't trust Kanye behind the button. That's one. Two. Two. He. He. I just don't. I just wouldn't. But other than that, like with music and fashion, let the man do what he does. You feel me? He's great at that. Whatever. But I just feel that if he would have just asked. To be bought out of his contracts, he probably would have gotten paid out handsomely, and then bowed out, and then still had the Yeezy name, and he could have done whatever the fuck he wanted to do, because he would have had the money to open up manufacturing and all this other shit. So he had the answers; he just ain't listen. Feeling like most of us who believe we have the answers, we don't Yeah, but I have all the answers. Really? Why? Why? Because I got people that know got the answers. If I don't have them. And they don't have the answers? They have people that have the answers. So does this list, list keep going? Yes, yes. It keeps going and going. We're going to... This is a multi-level layered thing that we got going. You know? What is the corniest story you guys talked about on the In The House show? Corniest? What do you mean by corniest? Like, like straight corny corny? Like... Cause that story you told me about the penis, you know, popsicles. I'm never gonna believe that ever again. Oh, the pe- oh, the the cum cookies. Oh God. The cum cookie story. That was a true thing. That was facts. That was a real thing. Yo, go check out in the house podcast. It was one of our earlier episodes. Neighbors. with me. With her, go check it out. And yeah, I told the story about how one of my boys. Who out of gluttony accidentally ate some cum cookies? So go check that out. You might like the story, but yeah, that's a crazy story that I told. Um, it really depends. Like, what do you mean by corny? Like, what? Like, what you tra- dad, uh, in between dad joke level story, like, and hmm, trying to find another medium for this. Cause you've had a, a array of stories. Yeah, because I've been through shit. I'm like my life experience is pretty cool, and I've 
and I wouldn't have changed it for nothing. What's the weirdest moment on the show? The weirdest moments is like hmm, the weirdest moment. Other than the cum cookie. Other than the cum cookie. And the I guess when we started talking about hentai. Oh shit. Yeah. When we started talking about hentai, that's when Oh no. Actually two episodes ago, I no, it was actually the last episode we got a situation. We actually started talking about sex robots. And like Rick and Morty sex bots? No, no, like actual sex robots. And what would happen? Oh, if... the thousand dollar one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually started talking about those. And... Didn't I ask you that same shit too when they originally came out? I'm like, what would you do if you had a sex robot? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have one. But we started talking about that, and Alex got really uncomfortable. JB got really uncomfortable with that one. You feel me? He was not with the object loving. I was like, all right, finally something that he's not down with. I mean. Is any male comfortable with talking about using an object that's not his male thingy? I don't know. Like, I guess not. I guess it's like a dominant thing or whatever. But I'm pretty comfortable talking about whatever. Like, when it comes to, like, love, sex, relationships, like, I really don't discriminate on, like, race, gender, like, I'm, hold on, before I go any any further on this, I am a heterosexual, hold on, before, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about in discussion, like, or in life, but I don't. He has a lot of, uh, fanboys. No, I don't even know, but, but whatever the case may be, right, um, like, when it comes to love, relationship, sex, like, I don't believe somebody should be judged on what they like or what they don't like on, you know, how they get off and all that other shit. Like, that shit is mad corny to me or how promiscuous a person is. To me, that's mad corny. And I deal with... So if they said they had sex riding a purple unicorn, you're not going to say nothing to them? What? If someone said they had sex riding a purple unicorn... I'm going to be like, where the fuck they found the purple unicorn at? That's my first question. My first question is going to be, where they found the purple unicorn they soul bond like the Rick and Morty episode. They found wow. I'm gonna be like, yo, I need to see this. I'm gonna be like, can I watch one time? <laughs> wow. Fuck, I need to see this happen. So you, so if you actually had a dragon Rick and Morty episode, you're gonna want to watch them soul bond. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Wow. I want to watch. I want to see how this happens. I don't want to be a part of it. I just want to see it. <laughs> wow. Why? What? 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 I don't know. I guess it would be. Yes, it would. It would be considered that. Cause or or wait, no. They're sentient beings, so you can't you can't really fucking consider them. Yeah, they like they have consciousness. They have self awareness. So if that's the case, they're like human, but not. They're at a human level, but not human. If that makes sense. So it wouldn't be bestiality. It would be more like speciality, because now or or or, or extraterrestriality. Or I don't know. It would be something because because they're like human a human intelligence. So you know. So I would I don't know, and they have consciousness. So it would be like speciality or some shit. I don't know. If you had. If the In the House cast was a Rick and Morty cast, who would you guys be? Ooh. Ooh, okay. Rick and Morty. All right, all right. 
right, damn, this is gonna sound fucked up. All right, yo, yo, don't hate me, guys. All right, I think I think I would be definitely be Rick. Wait, can you give me the the video so I can record this from BTS footage? What? So your camera, because my phone's about to die. I got you. Yeah. Wait, you need the video, right? See, si, senor. You and your fancy phone. I don't have a fancy phone. Fancy doesn't mind. All right, all right, all right. If I have to cast us, um, as the Rick and Morty cast. All right, I would definitely be Rick. I, JB would definitely be Morty. Um, damn, you calling the baboon the Morty? He would have to be Eating Morty. Morty waves. He has to be Morty because it's like, it's like, all right, I'm I'm the one that fucking makes. I'm the one that fucking thinks of all the kooky ideas and drag him along, right? And he's but yeah, he took you to the rave. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he he, you know, sometimes Morty puts Rick on to shit. So you feel me? Wow. I, you know, nah, I don't want to say. Damn, you see, this is making me sound fucked up. But I would say, but sometimes it switches though. So I guess we would switch. We sometimes it switches. Like sometimes he would be Rick, and then sometimes I would be Rick, and then sometimes he would be Morty, and I would be Morty. But Manny's definitely Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Raw dog is um who what's the daughter? Summer. Summer. Raw dog summer. And Lou, he's the new guy. He, since I don't know him yet, he's I'm gonna make him Rick's daughter. Oh poor Beth. Wait, but this is not the what the the, the clone Beth, not the No nah, no. Nah. Him him and Mike could be the clone the Beth the oh, Beth Beth dude. and the clone Beth. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's actually pretty smart. That's a great analogy. Or, and, and what about Bear? Bear would be the portal gun. Bear is the portal gun? Because he takes us places. Yeah. Don't need someone to keep it simple and... <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I think it would be like that. Like, me and Alex would switch, like, between Rick and Morty. And, yeah, Manny's definitely Jerry. Summer is definitely raw dog. Because <laughs> raw dog's with the shits. Yeah, but at the same time, when Summer gets annoying, do you guys yell at her? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. We just cut it out. But yeah, sometimes we have to be like, yo, go home, bro. It'd be like that. He loves the camera. I need that sent to me. That shit's hilarious. Hee <laughs> hee. Um. We're going to play a couple of your tracks again. Possibly a Richie track, because you fucks with Richie. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, play a Richie track. Then we're going to get back back at it. And then we're wrapping this bitch up. Because sure. I got a long way back to Dykeman. Oh, God. Oh, uh, where are you? Where's this Uber? Sir, I'm over here. Uh, I'm your Uber. Hey, man, how's it going? Are you okay, dude? Don't make me sound fine. I'm fine. Are you sure, man? Okay, I'm going downtown. This shit, that's addictive, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got this. <laughs> we uh, got this. Bro, you need water or something? I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. You look and sound crazy, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, what's up? My name's Richard. I'm a VO driver. Mix that alcohol with pills, so I'm a little wired. Don't worry, I'm okay. I'll just drink my beer slow. Keys turned and just running. Oh, here go. I'm the 
Grown, or how do you feel you've grown over the last few years? Oh, we back. Hey, what's up, guys? Now, um, well, over the last couple of years, like 
I can't bullshit you. Like, I was all over the place. Yeah, no, really. I was all over the place. I was very, you know, unsure of myself. I was very, you know, at a place that I didn't know how to stand on my own two legs. And, you know, there was a lot of people supporting me up. And, you know, I love you guys for that, but that wasn't what I needed. I just needed everybody to let me, like, fall so I could stand on my own. And y'all backed off. Once once y'all got the picture, y'all backed off, and I was able to do that. And, you know, I had to go through a lot of, um, I wouldn't say hardships, because it wasn't hardships that I was going through. It was more like I was battling myself. And I'm, all right, so I'm a Libra. If anybody yeah, wants no, that, me. I'm a Libra, so balance is essential in life. And I was very out of whack, and I was very, you know, I was very all over the place, and I wasn't, like, at my best state. But, I don't know, something clicked, and... It said, let there be house. And, nah, it was just, like, I'm at a place now where I feel good. You know, nothing's bothering me. I'm not stressed about anything. Of course, I have the normal stresses of life, like, you know... Making sure I'm my rent paid, making sure there's a roof over my head, making sure I got food on the table, all that good shit. You feel me? I'm going, I'm going through the struggle like any everybody else. But you know, I can't say I can't sit here and say, "Yo, I'm super stressed the fuck out about this and about that." No, I'm good. I'm in a good place in life. You know, I got the pod going, got the music going, got the radio station going. You feel me? I'm about to get some other shit going that I'll talk about later on next year. And it's all great. Like, I understand right now, I mean, I might not be making the profit or making the financial gain that I want, but you know, I'm at a, I'm a, I'm at a happy medium enjoying the journey to success and it's cool. What are we doing for New Year's? I have no idea. Listen, I don't know what I do for New Year. Listen, everybody asks me this around this time, and I never know what I'm doing to New Year for New Year's until New Year's Eve. So all I know is I'm gonna get pretty, and hopefully I get to. You mean you wear different pants, sweatpants? Yeah, I wear mad different ways of sweatpants. I have I have these same black swipe. I have three pairs of these. Hey, I, no, I feel like you come in the same outfit every time I see. It's because I be coming out of work. Feel me? Working man struggle. You feel me? And you don't have to shout me out on air for that. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I came out of work just to come chill with you guys. No, I'm don't worry. It's getting cut out. I could, uh, the joy of pre recording. Oh, true. But, um, nah. Super reels for you know, one day got to make fun of me. You can bring this up at the end of the year when you fucking do. We're going to do a 2022 bloopers at the end of this year. We're going to do all of that. We're going to do a 2022 bloopers, best moments. We're going to do um uh we're going to do a whole episode of our favorite neighbor, our favorite segment from neighbors, like who was our favorite neighbor and what part. Oh, all God, of that. I know I didn't make that list. Oh, I know you definitely going to make that list. I really why? Oh, you cuz it's going to be funny. I shit. feel like there was probably so many other people that was better than mine. You were one of the, my first people that was on there. So it's like, you feel me? Everything is memorable. Like, I've met so many people through this, and I've met, like, you know, a lot of dope people, and I've spoken to a lot of dope people, and I've, 
you know, I've been blessed with people telling me the their journeys and it's fucking awesome. Like I'm seeing people, I'm seeing people, you know, getting to the mount, getting to the, you know, just to the base of the mountain of their success. You know, and it's dope that, you know, they're going to be able to look back in 10, 20 years when they're, you know, balling out their fucking minds and shit. And look, and they're like, yo, this is the first, one of the first podcasts that had me when I was, you know, coming up and all that shit. So it's dope, you know, and hopefully by then I'll be talking to people like, you know, crazy, you know, crazy influential, influential people that will teach me shit. So I got two more questions for you, right? What up? So do you want my podcaster question or do you want my DJ question for you? Whichever one you want to shoot at me. All right. So you can DJ any major event. Yeah. In any part of the world. So like World Cup, all of that stuff. Yeah. What would you be the DJ for and what type of house that? I would play any set at Tomorrowland and my set would be straight Afro House. I've thought about this a thousand times. You've really been in the Afro House shit. Like, I really yeah. see you like that. Like, that's my... Like, I can't lie. Even my music is starting to sound fucking Caribbean and shit because of the fact that I'm starting to lean into that shit. Like, it's the sound that I like. And it's not... I think it maybe is in my blood. Maybe it's the fucking Dominican in me. I don't fucking know. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, it sounds good. Why not? Fuck it. Afro House is smooth. Everybody vibes to it. You know, if you could rock hard to it, but fucking tracks are long as fuck. You know, you have time to actually dance. And, you know, whoop, even though, even that the drops aren't as hard as like other genres, like if, all right, I'm not talking about being on the main stage. I'm talking about one of those offshoot tents that you know are doing like only afro house and only you know one of those offset ones that would be dope as shit to do like in a tree house or some shit whatever with purple, dragons. with purple dragons and all that at tomorrowland with all these people just raving i'll be with that you feel me but if i'm going to like the main stage like you want me to like headline this bitch i'm going straight I'm going to do a mixture of dubstep, big house, my shit, and, like, try to make it as big of an emotional roller coaster as I can. Make them cry. Make them fucking want to have an orgy in the middle of it, of it all. Panties. Straight, moist. Ew. <laughs> so nasty. Ew. You want COVID lane. Ugh, not with that. That reminds me of the story that I said on the podcast about the about the raver who encountered people having a you know orgy in a festival in the front of like, the in the front of the rails. Like after mouth No, like dick and butts type orgies in the crowd, like right in the front where the rail is at that separates the rail from the DJ. Right there, having an all anal orgy. Yeah, mad, mad, mad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You gotta love it. Fuck that. 
I'm not with seeing none of that shit. If I'm at a festival and I see that shit, I'm walking away. Or I'm going to try to get away. But I'm not with the anal orgy. Mm-mm. Joe Rogan knocks on your door. If you, uh-huh. you got a chance to talk to him and ask three questions, what would it be? For Joe Rogan? On any topic whatsoever. And those three questions determine if you get to continue recording the rest of the pod. Alright. I'm definitely not going to ask about his past because of the fact that I already watch it. I'll actually ask him, like, what's going on with him now and what he's up to. Ask about the comedy store that he's building. Ask about the comedy club that he's building. Ask about that. So I guess the first, my first question would be, what's up with the comedy club? Okay. My first question would be that. After that would be would be um I think would be how how is his elect, how is his selection process to like get his guests on there? And does he like like go out and find people or do people propose him? Like how's like that selection process and like how do you prepare for it? Yo, I can't wait to have in the house podcast because I have so many questions for you that I know that all three of you can answer in your own way. Yeah. That's gonna be crazy. Oh yeah. We're 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 a rambunctious bunch. As you can see. Exclamation point on the rambunctious. Oh yeah, real real big exclamation point. Real big exclamation point on that. God damn. But nah, I would definitely ask him about his selection process and that. Yeah. And then I'll just ask him, like, you know, like, I don't even know what the third question would be, actually. I'll ask him. Hmm. If he could elect somebody to be president, who would it be? Mm. Give me his opinion on that. Okay. Because he talks to everybody. And I heard him say good things about, um, I think, somebody named Tulsi Gabbard. She also had a really good interview with him. She was running for president back in, like, 2020. Mm. And, like, the Independent Party or some shit like that. She was running a real good campaign. But, you know, she ain't backed by nobody, so nobody knew about her. Yeah, you know, it's the dollar that makes the party. You know that. But, yeah, I guess that will be the three. But knowing him, if he knocks on my door and he's trying to do a podcast, I highly doubt it's going to be three questions. Most likely, I'm going to sit down with him and be like, yo, Joe, you're the fucking man. And he's going to be like, thank you. And I'm going to be like, yo, what are you doing here? That's going to be the first. That's going to be realistic. It's going to be like, yo, everybody. Why are you in Dykeman? No, like, why are you knocking on my door? Like, out of everybody here, like, you feel me? Like, out of all the people in Dykeman that run podcasts, I think I'm, like, one out of, like, ten or something like that. Shout out to Dykeman Podcast. Shout out to my guys. Um, I don't know. Why would he knock on mine? But at you're the end... Official, you're official in the official. Yeah, we are official. That's facts. But, you know, it's like, Joe Rogan has so many choices and so many people he could talk to. Like, at this point, right now, if he knocks on my door, I'm, like, Bro, you have you're straight blessing me because you have nothing to gain from this. Never know. He might be pulling you to be a part of the next world order. Nah, 
Nah, he. I feel like once once Joe decides to like end the JRE, you know that's it's good. It's all right. He doesn't need somebody to take over. He doesn't need nobody to fill his shoes. If somebody wants to fill that void, fine. But you know he doesn't need to find the protege. He's good. Like he's number one for a reason. He does what he does for a reason. Like I'm not writing. I'm not saying anything about the man's beliefs. I'm not saying anything about any of that shit. I'm saying about his work ethic and how he puts shit together is good and it's always been simple. It's always been simple. Him talking to somebody. You mean like what we're doing now? Yeah. This was fun though. Hell yeah. So what's next for you? The EP, a couple of raves, more in the house. More faded radio. More faded radio. And who knows? A little something in the middle of 2023 is coming. Wink. Faded radio. Who knows? But I know I'm definitely going to be doing some traveling soon. So we're going to be updating you guys. So in the meantime, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at underscore the other day underscore or at official in the house show at Instagram. Or you can find me on YouTube at in the house podcast, you know, at you could add that. Um, you can find us on Twitter on in the house. You can find me on Twitter on the other day. You can find me on SoundCloud under the other day. Yeah, she's going to put all the links in the description You're below. You're going to email me all the links. You should have all my links. All right, that, that requires me searching through documents right now. Oh, man. All right, all right, so I have to email her all the links. But yeah. she's going to have all the links down below. And, yo, um, if y'all niggas, damn, if <laughs> please edit that. Um, if y'all want to hit me up on PSN, hit me up on the PSN. I'll send her my PSN. We'd be running high slates within the house. You feel me? <clears throat> you feel me? Um, we still on the PS4. We're working on getting some PS5s. But, yeah, hit Donate us up. Donate to his cash app at the other day it, so you can help him get a PS5. Yeah, if y'all want to if y'all want to get us uh, y'all want to help us get a PS5, then I'll, I'll be more than grateful, but y'all don't have to. We're getting all that shit. But, yo, tune into In The House Podcast. You feel me? Every Tuesdays and Fridays, look at our shorts. You know, support the cause. You feel me? Subscribe, like, comment. Make sure you like and subscribe and comment down right here on the Raw Zone. I'm almost fucking up everything else. But, you know... You won't buy me new mics! I'ma have to, I guess, if I fuck shit up. But I'm not gonna fuck shit up, because I'm a delicate little bird. Yeah. Oh, you said you're pretty little snowflake. Yes, I am. But, uh, like I was saying, you know, like, at the end of the day, I guess... Well, we do final thoughts. You do final thoughts, I guess. No. All right. So my final thought is live life. And if you want to do something, do it. Because you're going to regret it later if you don't do it. Except if it's something fucked up. Don't do shit fucked up shit. But go do positive shit. Positive shit rocks. I'm just proud of you. Hey, man. This is only the precipice of it. We're going to... You finally did the shit. I'm huh? proud of you. You did the shit. What shit? Listen, man. Where you were a few years ago is not where you are now. And you will better panda for it. Well, evolution happens. And like I said before, like, I had a lot of shit weighing me down. Like, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate enough like that... You found the lasagna? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for the lasagna on Thursday. But 
Um, but now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm blessed at the fact that I had the mental cap- um, capacity to pull myself out of, you know, a dark time. And I'm very proud. I'm very happy for the people that supported me through it. And I love all oh, y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too, shit, yeah, that's why I'm going to probably make all of y'all fucking rich. Fuck it. Um, you on. know, fade forever, baby. The world will be faded. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, it's your homegirl, Ivy. This is an awesome edition of Welcome to the Raw Zone. Episode 194, we are on the way to 200. Hey. You know, we did five years and almost 200 episodes, and we're still going into a new year, uh, new energy, uh, focusing on better things, and just progressing. Yeah, man. And believe me, we're going to do it the fuck up, so stop your bullshit, and, you so, know, start subscribing and start the likings and start doing things that will help us benefit and do more of this stuff. Yes. Because at the end of the day, believe it or not, this is like a second job. It is. And yeah. We, we wanna... And we, and we want to do this for you guys. We want to do this. Help. Yeah. It'd be like that. You know what I mean? But not only that, just, you know, if you have a friend or a buddy that's, sure. you know, that that's doing something not only in the creative sense, but like in the business sense, you know, support them. Don't be asking for like any, you know, discounts or anything like that. You I know, need to let me get the five finger discount. Yeah, yeah. Don't be asking for discounts. You should be paying more to help them out. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, they'll probably help you out with your shit. And the so, part is your creative will probably turn to OnlyFans. Ooh. Oh, matter of fact, if there's any any OnlyFans girls that wanna do a pod, holla at me. I'm looking for some. You know, Richard and OnlyFans. I believe it. <laughs> I I I do I believe that I truly believe that and I hope God bless. He ain't yo-yoing with his pogo, you know. Imagine though. I don't want to. I'm good. My imagination doesn't want to stray to that realm. So shout out to you, Richie, for being brazen like that. I'm not. I fucking love Richie. Richie makes you want to feel confident by yourself. Yeah. I will say this. I auditioned for a porno once. And that's how we're going to end this. Peace. So, you once again, before anything, can I drop our social media? You kind of went a little too too late for that. They know where it's at. It's going to be in the link. It's going to be downtown. Bye. Peace. We out of here. Stop. Bye. So, you can catch us. Catch us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my oh, where we at? Yo, so catch Raw Zone Wrestling. Raw Zone Wrestling with Savannah Evans. What day this shit drop? It already dropped. It already dropped, so make sure you go check it the fuck out. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, your mama's TV, your grandpapa's radio, everything. Where else can they find us at? Huh? Huh? What's yeah. SmackDown? They doing Rumble Mania SmackDown, baby. It's going down. It's it's going down at SmackDown. You feel me? Be around this town when it goes down at SmackDown. You feel me? Raw Zone. Fuck your life, huh? We getting it. Bye. You cannot cut a promo if you were a wrestler for your goddamn life. Not even. I can't do shit. You can follow us everywhere at Raw Zone NYC. Catch us everywhere. On Spotify, uh-huh. Apple, uh-huh. Google, uh-huh. Um, 
Not Pornhub, thank God. X videos, though. We, heard, we there. We on X videos. I heard media, Amazon Music, our home of. And remember also to follow us on Pornhub. Also 82.3 FM. Shut up. And, and of course, Elgin Sound Radio. And, and subscribe this to. This is why we can't have like a, a and, promo. And subscribe to Muffins OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Do you know where the Muffin Man is? We do on OnlyFans. Did you know that the Muffin Man originally was a serial killer? I know. I just literally learned this last week. But yeah, do you know where the Muffin Man is on OnlyFans? Go subscribe. <laughs> if you want to submit your music, email us at mnrbookings@gmail.com. Follow our playlist on Spotify under at imivy.xo. Um, share this with your friends. Do not subscribe to that OnlyFans. Um, Don't do it. <laughs> if you're still eating turkey, continue eating turkey and leftovers until December. Yeah. And and then yeah, we'll be back soon. Let's let's play some more. The other day. I'm out of here because I got a long way to Dykeman. It's a long way to Dykeman.